The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. You're listening to Pure Rock Radio. Feed your addiction. Hey, this is Mike from Culted, and you're listening to Radioactive Metal. Welcome to Radioactive Metal. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Corrine, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a Cavalted episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 646, and I'm Stoy White. And this is Aaron, and dear listeners. Oh, fuck. What was I going to say? True Call Coffee. T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T coffee.com. Just talk about, like, going blank. It's been that kind of week. So, you know, that means that I need some True Call coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, long-time yeah. listeners know I don't <laughs> drink coffee, but when I do, it's True Call coffee, and that's what I need right now. I could use some True Call coffee beer that's only available in some foreign country. I don't know <laughs> which one, but I, I really could use that. But trvekvltcoffee.com. Head out there today, subscribe, because when you subscribe, not only do you never run out of coffee, you get not one, but two great bands every month, and occasionally three, because, you know, Coffee Bean Oculta, he's all about surprises. So, Mm -hmm. it's the hottest, blackest, most metal coffee out there. Possess yourself a cup today. Mm -hmm. This is a very metal product. You know, four metalheads by a made by a genuine metalhead. And with that in mind, okay, every episode now sponsored by True Cavalt Coffee, we have our mandatory metal, metal segment. Yeah, yeah. And I went down to the deepest, darkest depths of South America. Okay, it's really not that deep, really not that dark. But, of course, South America has always been a a good breeding ground for very good metal over the years. And Demoniac, Demoniac, have a new record. So it goes available now. 
So, with a shout out to the good folks at the True Cavalt Coffee, this is Demoniac with The Trap. It's a trap! It's a trap! It is a trap. been very busy this week. Here's our metal fix.
Oh, hey, dude, what's going on? All right. So thank God I write this stuff down because I don't remember any of these things. <laughs> um, but you remember an episode or two ago, we were talking about the uh, Florida man and his uh, yeah. uncle's skeletal <laughs> remains guitar. Uh-huh. So apparently more has come out about that and this guy likes to be internet famous and just creates different hoaxes. Oh, really? And stuff like that. Yeah. So so the the rumor going around is that it is a hoax. Um this other podcast I listen to, guitar podcast, which I love, called Sixty Cycle Hum. It's one of the most entertaining guitar podcasts out there. But um they were talking about it and and it's cuz I mean like you and I were just like, "Oh, gross and they're just like their take was like man how are you even gonna get your arm around that rib cage and then then here's the best part they're like you know if you're gonna build an instrument out of a skeleton he's like it's gotta be an upright bass you just make the entire body of bass. <laughs> there you go i'm like that's yeah. a great idea like i was thinking I'm like we need to get that to kim necroman like that that needs to be like 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 a, another bass project for him because he's got the coffin bass he needs the skeletal bass you know <laughs> I thought that was hysterical. All right. So if you remember last year around this time, I subscribed to the Metallica Vinyl Club. You did. I did. Uh, um, it's It's been a journey because, you know, I subscribed, COVID happened, and um, it took forever to get the very first uh, single out. And as we speak and we're approaching the one year anniversary, I still haven't received vinyl number three. Okay. But Metallica sent out an email. They're like, listen, you're probably wondering what's going on. Can you renew? And they're like, well, we need to get number three out. And it's like, this has been so much drama. Like, I want to resubscribe just so I can say I was for with, with the first batch. Because it's... It, it can't get worse, right? Like, it, <laughs> and if it does, like they're actually trying. They have to be, but um, like like I want to subscribe. So I'm be like, no, no, man. Like I was there from the beginning. I was there for when it all went wrong. But they're not going to reopen subscriptions until after the fourth one finally ships. So, mm -hmm. um, but but it's it's coming. So if anyone was thinking, man, I wish I could have been a part of this, um, because really I feel like we all made history, but um. It it will be. They are gonna re you know do it one more year, and I I plan on doing it. Like I enjoy getting the vinyl. I mean, and I've said this before, but like both pieces I've gotten so far, it's not just the music, right? Because obviously I talk about Metallica all the time in the show. I'm a huge Metallica fan for a long time now, but a big part of Metallica was the visuals on their album art and the art that they send with these. You know, I almost said CDs. But these 45s are, it's, it's just fantastic. Like it's, it's, it's like the old days, right? Like they still remember how, how it was done and they're doing it that way. And I really love that. And that's what will make me do it again. So that's going on. But then last thing here is the HM2, right? You talked about mm -hmm. it last show. I was so proud that you asked somebody about it. Um, the HM2 prototypes are out. So Boss is is you know sharing prototypes on a on a Facebook group page, designed I guess for people to give feedback. 
And it's funny because this one guy I follow on Instagram, and I really want to talk to him because I guess, you know, they're asking for ideas and he's a big enthusiast and, you know, really supports the HM2 pedal and all that sort of stuff. And he's, you know, tests every clone that's out there. And um, he's like, yeah, he's like, it looks like cosmetically identical to the original. And, you know, I, I had suggested some really radical things I was hoping they would do. And that's all well and good. But if you've paid attention to anything boss, like, are you familiar with boss effects at all? Uh, when asking that sentence, I'm going to like it's it's Charlie Brown's teacher. But I'm sure if I was to hear it, I would go, oh, OK, that's what you mean. I get it. I, I guarantee you've seen one. And the thing is, like. The thing about boss is you can always tell a boss effect because they all look the same, but they're just different colors and different amounts of knobs, right? So depending on the effect, there could be, you know, three knobs, five knobs, stacked knobs, whatever, and then it's a different color, right? So that's, mm. but, but other than that, cosmetically, physically, the design is the same every time and it's been the same since somewhere in the seventies, you know, they, they have not changed and that's that's part of the charm of boss. And so, like like the guy was kind of disappointed. But I'm thinking, and I'm like, well, have you looked at any of the other Waza reissues? Because I'm looking at, it, I'm like, that's exactly what the other Waza, and the, and it's what I wanted because I think that style is so classic. Um, I would love I I would love to see them play around with it. Like one of the things that Boss did recently is they teamed up with another guy who builds effects, who's a huge boss fan. And so they took one of his effects and built it into one of their effects that he's modded. And they combined the two names. I think they call it the angry driver. Cause he had a, that guy, JHS had a guy, had a, a pedal called the angry Charlie. And then, um, boss had one called the blues driver. So they started calling it the angry driver, which is just a great name for a pedal, you know, especially mm -hmm. an overdrive pedal. Um, but I, I would love to see them like collaborate with some of the people that have done clones, but you're not going to see, you're not going to see insanity in a boss pedal. Like you're just not like, it's going to be a solid color. It's going to have a, a very, you know, simple, clean design. That's what it's going to be. But, um, I, I really like, I keep thinking like what we talked about last week where I would love to get more people on to start talking about since i mean since they've got physical prototypes out i don't know when they're planning oh sorry man i don't know when they're planning on releasing this but i i think it's time to start getting different people on the horn and talking to them i'd love to talk to the the guy who runs the hm2 cult and just kind of shoot the shit about that um so that's that's what I, uh, this week i was trying to find the canadian slaughter so mm -hmm. they're not anywhere on my Apple music, which I was kind of disappointed since everything else is, but I could find up all night and fly the angels. Um, but that's, I, that's not even an unreasonable facsimile of the real slaughter. I mean, I'm sure like, you know, picture wise, they probably look the same. It was the eighties. They all had long hair. <laughs> that's, yeah. It begins and ends with that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> There, there's, um, there's a guy at work had the same name as me, but we look nothing alike, right? Like, no, mm -hmm. no, there's no way you could ever mistake us for the same person, right? And, um, so 
so, somebody did. They're like, oh, you mean Aaron so-and-so? They're like, no, no, the other Aaron. And it's like, well, don't they look alike? And my boss at the time, who's like forever, the, the, like the smart aleck prankster, he's like, yeah. He's like two eyes, nose, mouth, ears, kind of symmetrical. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I'm just, and, and nobody finds him funny but me. I think that's the funniest thing I've seen. <laughs> like, I love it. But where the hell was I going with this? Oh, yeah. Anyway, slaughter. Right. So how can I locate this Canadian slaughter? Because I feel like you and I should start, like, talking about landmark HM2 albums. Okay. Well, that would be the debut. But really, they're only... Full length official was a record called Strapado. Okay. If you want to write this down, I, well, I can send you some links. Yes, or I you can, should. I, I, I can direct you and all that. But they've they've also had singles and demos, and demos have been, you know, printed onto vinyl. And War on Music re released the Strapado record and all that. It's just it's 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 death metal history. One one of the original death metal bands. How do you find it though? Like, 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 can I find the recordings anywhere? Is it on YouTube? Yeah, you just, you just go on YouTube, look okay. up Slaughter and Strapato. Strapato, okay, there it is. Yeah. I've got and, it, I've got them on Wiki. And you should, it should pop up. That's one of the first Whoa. things that should Shim, Chuck Schildner was in this. He was for, wow. for about a couple weeks. Chuck, Chuck from Death, he came up wow. from Florida, lived in Toronto for a couple weeks, and then... They shipped his ass back down to Florida. <laughs> wow, that's that's trust, wow. Trust trust me, the guys. Someone from the original Slaughter. That is a bucket list interview, and it's going to happen. I'm on Facebook with a couple of the guys, and I go back and forth, and we we share stuff and all that. So there is going to be you know something with Slaughter in some way, shape, or form. Very soon. And honestly, I don't know why we yeah. haven't had them on years ago, you know, because... That's what I'm wondering, too. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just... I, I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think this is the year to do it. With, especially with, with all the stuff about the HM2, I think this is the year for us to explore the Swedish-Canadian death metal. <laughs> mm -hmm. We definitely should. We definitely should. And when... like. Talking about the HM2, it's just you talking in like pedals in general. Yeah. Okay. You like to say, like, when, you know, I'm always looking for, you know, people like my radioactive metals version of the pen banger section from the old metal forces. We, 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 we go off the sh every episode with that. Yes. And you're always saying, oh, pen bangers. It's just, that just sounds so, so dirty. dirty. Yeah. Well, when you're talking pedals and you're yeah. talking about the big muff and the knobs. <laughs> well, the big muff was that. I don't care what anybody says. That was purposely done that way. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Cause that, that's one I rolled my eyes, eyes on for years. Like I, I dude, believe it or not. I only bought one recently. Like within like okay. the last five years. Now these pedals have been out for years. They've been famous. I refuse to buy one because of the name. Because I'm like, okay, what what smarty pants did this? Like, <laughs> you know, is is this like I didn't take it seriously, and I didn't know anybody who's using it. Nobody talked about it. But yeah, I t I totally I'm 100 percent on board with you there. 
Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, <laughs> so yeah, just something I just kind of picked up, and you talking about all the knobs and all that. Just, just, just now, that kind of made me all get back to me. What else you got? What else? That is, going? is it. That's it. Okay, I uh, got some cool stuff here for my metal fix. Once again, I hit the record store again for a little bit of midweek vinyl therapy i made Mark my on, way man. down yeah thank you thank you i made my way down to in into the music which seems to be a favorite place of mine because of course good friend of the show jace he's he works there he opens up and it's always it's always good to go down and see jace and all that and i was there when they were opening Early, early in the morning, I'm the first one there, and I you have to go up a little, a small little flight of stairs to get up to the main area when you, you go through the front door. And I see Jace right away, and he's kind of standing beside three of his co-workers, right? Jace sees me and goes, Snowy, hey, right on, so good to see you, how's it going? And I said to him, you know, I'm feeling a hell of a lot better now that I'm here. Simultaneously, Jace and his three cohorts, they all went, yeah! <laughs> you get it? Man, man, you know, that just felt good. You know, like that's, you can't get that with a digital download. That's for damn sure. I'm with you, man. I am so with you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so kind of like I wasn't planning on spending a whole heck of a lot, but I kind of knew what i wanted to i in the newer you know i was in the second hand section and in the new arrivals i found a copy of alice cooper's killer okay and i it's an album i already have on uh on cd one of one of the classic er, earlier records tracks you know Un, under my wheels be my lover desperado you know dead d dead babies just it's a fantastic one of the more classic records. <laughs> and of course, this song, Be My Lover. I love okay. that one. If you uh, want to yeah. be my lover, <laughs> you better take That's me right. home. That's right. Well, I when I learn a song and all that, and the uh, when the opportunity arises, I always like to change the lyrics. To me now, <laughs> Hotel California... Is yeah. now hotel is now called Ho Hotel Manitoba. Okay, that's not bad though. Welcome yeah. to the Hotel Manitoba. Yeah, yeah. I wish they that could works. all be Manitoba girls as well. You know, it's just. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm just, not that's that's not good. Okay, in this dog, Alice <laughs> yeah. Cooper's "Be My Lover." She asked me why the, the singer's, singer's name, name was Alice. Alice. Okay, I've, I've rewritten that, and I was kind of walking around the house after listening to that song, going, she asked me why the DJ's name was Snowy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. That, that drives her nuts. That drives the Mrs. Crazy. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I grabbed that, and five bucks. Five Dude. bucks, I'll take it. Don't mind. Shit, I spent more than that on a couple coffees that morning so hey can't go wrong with that and as well i grabbed a new vinyl copy of the second def leopard album high and dry this is yeah yeah um mrs snowy had it 
years ago on cassette, but she, like she had on through the night and high and dry on cassette, but she had given them away to a friend who was kind of a bit down on his luck and had lost a bunch of his music and all that. And she kind of took, you know, a little bit of sympathy on him and gave him a bunch of her cassettes and all that, which I was kind of like, no, those are the good Def Leppard albums, you know, like, what do you do? <laughs> but, you know, he just kind of smiled because she's kind of doing something nice. So when I saw that, it's like, oh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab this for her, for uh, quote unquote for her. It's been played once, and I was the one that played it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, and that's really that's probably not only just the most underrated Def, Def Leppard album, it's got to be, like, just in heavy music in general. Okay, because, like, a lot of people, they kind of got their first taste of Def Leppard back then with the Pyromania record and then the Hysteria record and all that. But, man, like that, that second record, some just some wicked songs like the title track and Let It Go and another hit and run. And it's like, man, like these... Just some killer, killer, wicked tunes. I would advise anyone that, you know, maybe you started a little late with the more commercial Def Leppard. Go back. Go back to the High and Dry record and on through the night as well. Go check those records out. Just kind of in a sort of, kind of, sort of way in honor of me purchasing the Def Leppard record and we'll, we'll give a shout out to the Into the Music guys with the track we're going to go out on later, okay? Sounds good. Just, I'll make it a surprise for you, okay? I love a just, surprise. Just kind of keep it in mind. When, okay, you remember last episode? Yeah, I was talking about how we had just finished recording and then the death metal band Cyanide we're doing a uh, live stream interview. Oh, yeah. Up, yeah, yeah. Up, yeah. Yeah. Well, last week, okay, as soon as we were done, you and I, we were done yeah. recording this episode. You know, I hit the interwebs again. And in a roundabout way, it sort of happened again. You'll remember last year, we I was so stoked, bucket list interview, when we had Lori Bravo from Nuclear Death on. Yes, Johnny Bravo's sister. Johnny Bravo's sister. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I have kept in touch with Lori, and we hang out on Facebook, and we have a grand old time and all that. Well, she was live streaming just on Facebook and just talking. You know, just this is what artists do now. Okay, they just love live stream, and people can talk to them through the comment section or the chat rooms or whatever. You know, like the Kate, Kate and DePina from Hyrax does this a lot. And so does John McEntee from uh, Incantation as well. Well, I guess Miss Bravo is just kind of hang, hanging out and she decides she'd do a live stream and put the word out on Facebook. So I hopped on right away. Okay. And it's basically she was talking about how she was going to be moving from phoenix to louisiana that's okay. a big move that's kind of, that's kind of a big move and all that so this was kind of like the last thing she was doing in her old house so 
basically ended up doing the same thing as I did the week before, like during both episodes, you know, while we're recording, you know, I have a couple lemmies here in my motorhead mug. Well, once again, like like the cyanide uh, stream, I kept going with Miss Bravo as well. <laughs> so so by, by the time, you know, she was finally done and ready to crash and we were going to hang up the tights, the tights. OK, that's OK. That's for wrestling. I was okay, like, um, yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> You're hanging up the tights? I thought this was virtual. And wow. All right. It's that kind of video. No, 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 no. Either that or you're doing laundry at the same time, which I totally get that too. That's right. Well, once you decide to hang it up for the evening, it's like, holy shit. Okay. Once again, I basically pissed it up with Lord Bravo. I can handle that. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah, this is, this is, and I'm not going to say too much, but this is something like, I kind of wish we had back when we were teenagers, like kids today, they don't really understand how good they got it with the technology, at least I don't believe so. You know, but there are times I think, oh, they got it so good, then there's other times where I'm like, they're missing out on so much. They are. You know, like. I, I feel like we're never going to see the level of guitarist and not that we don't have great guitar players, but I feel like we're never going to see a groundbreaking guitarist again, mm-hmm. just because everybody has so many distractions that you're never going to have somebody that locks themselves in a room for six months, mm-hmm. you know, cause that, that was Dimebag. Dimebag mm-hmm. started as a drummer and then um Vinny started out on guitar and Vinny got behind the kit and was a better drummer dime was pissed so he basically locked himself in his room for six months and came out dime by daryl you know <laughs> it's just like shit you know like like there's so many stories like that from the 80s because well what else were we gonna do i mean mm-hmm. you know like i played guitar bass all the time because i lived in the middle of nowhere and as I say that, I'm like, oh, I live in the middle of nowhere now. But, like, I still had access to better concerts. Weird. Anyway, I digress. I don't know where the hell, where the hell I'm going. Oh, I should yeah, probably I just... mention, I'm drinking a beer tonight called The Gates of Smordor. The Gates of Smordor. That sounds so nerdy. Yeah, oh, and it's fantastic. It's a, um, a 1.6 fluid ounce bottle, and it's 11% alcohol. So it, this is like dragon's milk level. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to get sloppier as this goes on. There we go. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Well, speaking of going on, we're going to get to some tunage here. Some wicked records across my desk. The Hardcore Legend terror okay they're going to be putting out a new album later on this year but in order to get us there the band kind of sits sat down pulled out the instruments in the studio okay and kind of recorded a live album just just them in the studio taking tracks from uh their first two uh eps lowest of the low and one with the underdogs. I love that kind of stuff. Oh, isn't that fantastic? <laughs> you, know, you know, they just sat down and said, hey, let's hammer out this live album of just us in the studio. 
and all that. So I imagine just like an hour later, trapped in a yeah, trapped in a world came out was the end result of in that, that in jam session. Yeah. Yeah, great stuff. And I love Terror. You know, f- fantastic hardcore band. So influential. Can't wait for the new record as well. A wicked straight-up metal band called Sleepless recently dropped there. I think it's their kind of their debut record sort of with this, with this lineup and this band because two-thirds of Sleepless made up the 80s death metal band Dead Conspiracy way back in the day. And they kind of switched gears a bit, more of a straight metal sound, produced this really wicked EP available now called Blood Libel. want to get into a track from them as well. And before we go there, I just want to mark out, because we've already already played this record but i want to throw it back out there again Uh, a couple episodes back you will recall me just going batshit crazy over a really cool band out of japan called mortify once again going to the hm2 pedal if the original slaughter or entombed had uh their 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 metal sound mixed in with a more grindcore sound as well, that would be Mortify's grotesque buzzsaw defilement. Available April 2nd from our good buddies at Horror Pain Gore Death. They picked up that wicked record. So yeah, really excited, really excited. And hopefully, hopefully I would really like to get someone from Mortify on the show. But man. You know, trying to trying to get a Skype interview with someone from the other side of the country when really what you might be talking to them on a different day, depending on how you do the international date line. Listen, on the other side of the country? No, on the other side of the world. Oh, world. You said country at first. I'm like, dude, Canada's the same width as the United States. It can't be that bad. (laughs) No, 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 no. When you cross the international date line, depending on which... Uh, which way you're going it might be yesterday or it might be tomorrow trying to talk to someone you know in in japan wow (laughs) but still it would definitely be worth it because i am really liking that record and i know you guys are going to be really liking the new terror this is keep your mouth shut Oh no! 
I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. Since Terror had dropped that new record, Trapped in a World, back when I was a teenager, there was a wicked hardcore punk band out of Toronto called Direct Action. And they had a record called Trapped in the World. And that was the title track from said record. A little bit of snowy nostalgia there for you. And before that was the aforementioned Sleepless with Deluded Hordes from that Blood Libel record. Great stuff. Great stuff. What's also really cool is tonight's Creature Feature. No stranger to this show before, because we have had this gentleman on, as he is a proud, a good Canadian boy and a proud Winnipegger. Mr. Michael Clausen is an all-around multi-instrumentalist, an all-around great guy from the Season of Mist recording artists, Culted. They have a new album available now called Nows, N-O-U-S. You might be thinking, well, that's kind of a bizarre name. What's up with that? Well, being, you know, the astute journalist I am, I'm... Okay. We <laughs> kind, of, <laughs> kind of made... Made that one of the first questions that I asked Mr. Clausen when we sat down and pressed record to get everything going on within the culted camp. To get us there, how about we drop a track from that aforementioned record. Let's go with the track Lifers. Welcome back to our good friend, Mr. Michael Clausen from The Mighty Culted.
first and foremost, how I've been starting off a lot of our interviews with everything that's going on in the world. Normally, a question like, hey, how are you doing? is rather mundane and whatever, but with right now, it's actually, uh, it's a pretty important question. So, how are you doing today? Um, today? Well, today's, <laughs> you know, not a great day. I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm feeling kind of gross and blah, and I don't know. It's one of the, like, uh, yeah, like we were talking earlier, it's, uh, you know, that feeling of isolation, whatever, it's feeling kind of gross today, but, you know, usually it's, usually it's not too bad, but... Today is one of those days where I'm just, you know, having trouble, uh, you know, even getting, you know, standing up and doing the uh, doing the most mundane of tasks. Okay, but you're not feeling How sick. Are... This hasn't jumped. No, this hasn't affected you. Or... No, I, I no, I no, I haven't been sick. Yeah. So how are you doing? Oh, I can't complain. Can't complain with everything that's going on in the world. Um, knock on wood, we've been uh, we've been pretty lucky with everything going on. It's just. As you know, because we know one another on a personal level as well, the thing that's driving me crazy is the lack of shows. I'm not going out, not doing anything. I'm kind of a social butterfly, and it's just kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty taxing on uh, on most people, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to make everyone feel a little better because we are going to uh, introduce everyone to a really cool new record that you put out just a couple days ago, as we speak. The new album, and I don't quite know how this is pronounced. Is it? pronounce nows or news uh or even new uh depending oh, okay. on uh, which grammatical or which language you're taking the word from uh yeah it's uh, yeah depend dependent on that and it, and we're not too uh you know the like the original um where we got the term from is greek so um yeah but i mean if it's uh french it's means we and uh it has different meanings which i think is pretty cool too and uh and if you just say noose, it uh, sounds like you know how you would hang oneself too. So uh, I don't know. I think it's uh, I think it's a fitting title with many possible meanings. Okay, okay. Does it fall under any sort of concept within the album? Yeah. Um, yeah. The. Um, I mean. It, I mean, it's it's uh, it's Daniel. I mean, that's Daniel's place. But I mean, just uh, him and I throw ideas at each other, and I, you know, and I kind of, you know, pick his brain for what 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 he's going for and stuff. And and it's you know, um, lyrically, it's it's you know, it's about uh, just uh, exploring, you know, where you know, it's a it's a result of how everybody's feeling too, right? And uh, and how we explore, you know, the political, the philosophical, the existential, everything that we're going through. Um, you know, and, and it's put through uh, a lyrical filter of, you know, some religious terminology, some, you know, general rhetoric, rhetoric and uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it talks and looks at, you know, um, even, you know, the conspiratorial uh, way the, the world is running right now, where, where, you know, this idea of, you know, hashtag fake news is, you know, everything that you don't agree with, you can just, you know, say a word and, and, and that's like a, a way to, you know, kind of stop the conversation. So it's, yeah, it just kind of explores all of that and probably more, but 
that's kind of a roundabout way of saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, that's about. yeah, that's that's perfect. That's perfect. This is well. The, I believe the last time we spoke was for your what I, I would think it was a. I was thinking it was an album, but I'm seeing the words EP released and all that. Um. This is right, but now this record is number two with Seasons of Mist. So I guess you're uh, you're kind of happy with them. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean they're yeah they're you know they they do what they're supposed to do. Like uh, yeah they're uh, they get the name out there and uh, they do a lot of legwork. So you know can't be uh, couldn't be happier. All right. So when there came time for this record, it was kind of get kind of kind of a given with them. It's like you know. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, here? We, we, yeah. When we did the EP with them, it was kind of uh, I think I believe it was stated that the next full length would be theirs as well, and we we had it. I don't know if we had it demoed already by then, but it was uh, yeah, it was already written and stuff. So yeah, they they knew what was coming and uh, agreed to put it out. Okay, okay, and with you guys, with the label name the words underground activists are attached to that what exactly is that like a, a an imprint a sub sub label of of season of mist hey uh, you know i that you're the second person that's brought that up and i have no freaking clue <laughs> i uh, i i don't have a i have i thought i thought it was all under one banner but yeah this underground activist i don't know if that's um yeah if that's a specialized subsection or some label i have no idea <laughs> fair enough fair enough we'll just let our own imaginations answer that now when last we spoke and our listeners hopefully will remember that that amazing conversation we had when we were able to do it in person and we were outside and we had all the you know down in downtown winnipeg and all that and things are a little bit different now but i'm assuming things haven't changed much for the way how you guys do things right no i mean yeah yeah if you're talking regarding like isolation and stuff uh and you know and you know a standard band being in a rehearsal space and whatnot yeah it, it didn't affect us at all because we've been working remotely for you know i guess we're going on 10 years now so yeah, it was uh, business as usual. Mm-hmm. Like, like your cohort Daniel Jansen is in Sweden. Sweden, still correct. And have you ever been in like in person with him? No, no. Uh, the, the closest would be like through uh, you know video chat. Right. That, yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> okay, okay. Because it's just. And I might have asked this last time we chatted because it's the same way with most of the people that have co-hosted this show with me over the years. I've got like four former co-hosts I've never been face to face with. You know, just just the way it works, isn't it? It's it's the wonders of of Skype. Um so but you're able but three quarters of culted are here here in in Winnipeg you're at least able to jam you know the three of you guys 
Well, we could, but we don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's you know we have a strange process. Like our drummer, he lives in southern Manitoba, so he's not he's not really available to like you know get together and just hang out and jam. Mm -hmm. um, and we really don't jam. I mean, um, Matt and I write you know the music, and when it's you know when we think it's kind of close to being you know ready to be given to you know get some beats on it. Then, uh, then we throw it at Kevin, and uh, yeah, and then he just kind of listens to it for you know for months on end, and just kind of figures out what kind of patterns he thinks should go over, and then eventually we you know that that's when we you know get together and demo the stuff, and uh, and just see if we like the direction, the beats that he's come up with, and uh, and then we might uh, reevaluate some stuff before we uh, decide to track it like properly in a studio. Right on, right on, and. With your sound, perhaps, you know, we might be introducing some of our listeners to you for the first time. And we'll have already played a song going into this interview, but maybe in your your own words, what's your musical sound, your musical vibe, in your words? Uh, well, we've been describing, mean, for this album, it seems to be uh, blackened industrial or yeah blackened industrial doom seems to be the 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 term that people like to use for this album okay it's too bad you didn't get royalties for the amount of um like for the amount of uh sub -genres in your description because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're not just a metal band we're this this and this as well we're putting yeah. all this time and effort into it yeah <laughs> which i guess is good too it's uh you know i mean it, it, people have seem to have a you know find it challenging to you know pinpoint what our sound is and I, and for us i you know I, I we're so closely linked to the the writing and the recording of it that you know we don't really notice that it's just you know we're recording you know a song and then you add more stuff to it till it sounds finished and that finished product to many people sounds like it's a, you know a mishmash of different genres so uh, i guess that's uh, i guess that's a good thing that we're not uh, you know being pigeonholed into one specific you know mm -hmm. part of music or something mm -hmm. with with this record um are you doing are you doing like maybe more press than you have in the past because you know um just with everything that's going on in the world and more and more bands are now doing interviews through skype and zoom and youtube interviews and all that so are you busier in this front yeah yeah it does, i'd say so um you know and it's been a little different like we're still getting you know um you know, print interviews or, or not, maybe not print, but like emailed interviews, um, probably more of those just in the last little bit too. And, uh, and, um, and this is like the first time where we've, you know, seen a, you know, a huge increase in like, like you're saying, like podcasts, like, uh, zoom and, uh, Skype interviews. So that's interesting too. And I, I, you know, I prefer this format because then I don't have to sit around and type um, <laughs> yeah, you know, cause that, that seems to take forever to write up interviews so I've actually kind of passed the torch over to the other guys and said you guys can take the uh, email interviews and then I'll you know I'll throw my two cents in there but I'll take the uh, I'll take the I'll take the uh, live interviews and you guys can take the print ones right right do you over the years with culted like I'm an old schooler I appreciate the old uh, 
black and white print fanzines and all that. Has Culted done anything like that over the years? You mean have we been featured like, in anything? Like like, f- like featured in a physical black and white old school fanzine. Mm, shit, I have no idea. If if we have, uh, it's never come back to me, that, or I haven't been, I haven't been made aware of it. Ah, okay, okay, because it definitely, like, I remember years ago, like, more than 30 years ago, I did one, and, um, it's like, if I was to ever do something like that again, you're definitely one of the first people I would call, you know, I think, uh, you'd find an audience, because with that type of sound, like, yeah, there's always going to be the hardcore punk scenes and all that, but I, I do see a lot of, um, zines that cover bands of your ilk as well mm-hmm. so I think uh, it might be an, an untapped market shall we say zine readers for, for cult yeah, yeah. It's, it's possible <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah with this record um, I believe you're doing a Godflesh cover yes that. that is correct what's the the um, crush my soul what's the the rhyme and reason behind choosing that song. Um, well, I, I think lyrically, even the title itself, I've always I had a kind of a an attachment to. Um, just, I mean, those three words, "crush my soul," like that to me is heavy. And mm-hmm. um, this this album, you know, was born from a time. Um, you know, when there was some serious, you know, you know, you know, dark stuff going on um, in, you know, uh, all our lives. Uh, and, and, you know, and especially for me, like there was, you know, multiple heavy things that were going down and, you know, uh, you know, you know, you talk about the disease, death, all these kind of things like, you know, it's it's life, but it just was a lot of it um, kind of which led up to this album. And that song, you know, the just that title just kind of sums up the vibe and the feeling that we were coming from, you know, going into, going into like writing and recording this album. So yeah. And it just, and I mean, you know, I'm a huge Godflesh fan. Um, I'd say we have some affinity with their sound. I'm sure we've stolen stuff from <laughs> them and, uh, and I, yeah, and, and I, uh, yeah, I just think it's, it uh, perfectly sums up the kind of the, you know, the, the message of the, of the album. Right on, right on. Are there any other artists that maybe you've got in the back of your head? Hmm, maybe I would like to cover this band, this song, one of these times. Well, on our uh, our first EP, we covered Swans, and uh, so that's another band that I, you know, I have a you know a strong affinity with that has kind of been a big part of my life uh, for the last you know twenty five years. So, um, so I've covered them and. Uh, if there's anybody else, I don't know. Um, like there's like a band like Neurosis, which uh, I would never, never cover because you can't cover Neurosis. I think that would just be blasphemy. It just uh, they're uncoverable as far as I'm concerned. They they are their own sound, and you know, and then I, and then I just love other bands. We were we were we were talking about um, potentially some of their cover songs, and something came up, and often you're just like, I don't even know how you would cover that or why you would bother. Maybe the thing could be said for us covering Godflesh, so who knows. <laughs> In all of my years doing this, I don't think I've ever heard the word uncoverable. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, might, it might not even be a word. I don't know. 
vocabulary lesson. Radioactive metal, right on. Right on. Okay, speaking of lessons and all that, and this is kind of a more metal thing. Okay, with the name, okay, why why are you guys not cavalted, K-V-L-T, as opposed to just the usual, you know, way of spelling it? Now, I'm kind of being a smartass here. Did that... Because it's grammatically incorrect. <laughs> okay. It is, but it was it's called. Cavolted is not a word. I mean, that, I mean, <laughs> that, I mean uh, it might look cool with a V there, but... Come on, that's just ridiculous. Okay. So, okay, but do you ever get smart asses like me is putting this question to you? Uh, no, you you have the the sole, um, you know, you're 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 you you've got the win there. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad I'm not in striking distance this time. Okay, good. So I can basically annoy you all I want right now. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> this is your dime. <laughs> right on, right on. Um, I'll let you get on with everything, but I do want to take a moment out right now, and I think this is kind of appropriate. Okay. It's just with, with all of the work that you've done with, with, with Mr. Jed... Jansen or Jansen? How would Daniel's last name be pronounced? I think Jansen is fine, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. He's almost like a part of the Winnipeg scene now, at least on this show, just for all the work and how, you know, you're close with him and all that. And even though we've never met him in real life, I think we need to make him an honorary Winnipegger right now. Do you think he would like that? Uh, I can't speak for him. I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know if I want to punish him like that. Okay. Okay. Well, well, by the power invested in me, just because it's my show and I can do that, we're going to make Mr. Jansen an honorary Winnipegger right now. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. So, um, what's okay? Normally, I would kind of end up you know, asking a band what they're going to be doing in the next, you know, the year and all that. But everything is just so far up, you know, nothing seems to be going on, or at least there's plans, you know, here and there that never, that who knows if they're going to come to fruition. But once again, like you guys don't tour, you guys don't do live shows or anything so we just we just live
Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com, where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. There are only three good things you need in life. Sex, beer, and pure rock radio. Culted season of Mist Label Mates Venomous Concept. You know, that wicked. I, they probably don't like this term, but all star cool metal grindcore band featuring Shane Embry from Napalm Death, Danny Lilker from Brutal Truth, uh, Kevin Sharp, the vocalist for Brutal Truth, John Cook from Corrupt Moral Altar. All of the wicked, wicked musicians make up. Venomous Concept, their awesome album from last year, Politics versus the Erection. That is Dementia Degeneration. Wait, when you get a chance, wait, whoa, whoa. sorry. Do you seriously say politics versus the erection? 
I did. I did. Go and <laughs> okay. check. Go when you get a chance. Check out and oh, we should have had someone last year. Any anyone like come on, Shane Embury, Dan Dan Lilker, Kevin Sharp. Any one of those guys is grade A radioactive metal material, and and that that record, the cover alone, Alfred E. Newman, and Donald Trump. Like one side, one one of their faces, one side the other, and all that. It's like, yeah, uh huh. That is perfect. Yeah, yeah. And before that, another season of missed recording artist. That was the Mighty Tombs last year. Their awesome album, Under Sullen Skies. That was the Hunger. All of this awesome tunage. Available now. Go and check it out, especially Culted from tonight's Creature Feature, their new Wicked wicked Record, Nows. I want to run something by you. Run it by me. I always want your two cents on something. Culted Hail from Winnipeg. Okay. Yes. Where... But, okay, their sign on to Season of Mist, you know, a more established, one of the bigger underground labels. Would they be, how how would you define a local band? Okay, you know how when you're, you, when you're first starting in the scene and you're not signed, you're considered a local band. Okay. But then when you go and you get signed, you know, maybe you start touring and you're on a bigger label. You get signed to Metal Blade, Prosthetic, Season of Mist. Okay, one of the bigger labels. Okay. When do you, do you stop being, quote unquote, a local band? No. Because they're always going to be a local band, right? This is my thought. Um, Pittsburgh, we had Rusted Root. And they had some huge commercial success, like major record, you know, it, it was like a one, one now wonder kind of thing. But I mean, they were, they blew up. They were huge rusted root. Mm-hmm. And, um, that, they'll always be a local band to me, you know, cause they're a local Pittsburgh band. That's where we saw them first. Same with a band called the Clarks. Clarks had some national success and, um, they're always going to be a local band. They're great. Like I know they're a national recording artist, but we're always say it's a local Pittsburgh band, you know. And I, I, I think in this case, they're you know, Cult is a local Winnipeg band that's a national recording artist, and you know, it, you're proud to have them be your local band, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh no, I understand that. Like every band from somewhere is a local band. And and all that, but I just I just feel at some point you start belonging to the world. Here from Winnipeg, we had a wicked AOR band out of in the early '80s, and they're still kind of doing it, playing the odd shows. And I think they're going to be putting out a new album soon too. They're called Harlequin. We've had George on the band from from the band on the show before. They were huge back in the day. Okay. Um, BTO, Bachman Turner Overdrive, yeah. Winnipeg Band. Okay. Um, what's his name? Bert, Burton Cummings from the Guess Who and all that. These are all bands from Winnipeg. 
what I call them as we know the expression local. Hmm, I don't think so anymore. They kind of they kind but of belong the to the though. world. But I well, so yes, but you and you alone, because you're a Winnipegger, get to call them a local band. Like Dean Del Rey. Dean Del Rey can still call Metallica a local band because he was there when Metallica was a Bay Area thrash band fighting it like everybody else. He was there at the beginning. Right. So to Dean, you know, sure, Metallica is the biggest world you know, biggest band in the world, but he's known those guys for 30, 40 years. They're always going to be local dudes from the hood. And, and that's, oh, that's his that. right for being there. And that's the same thing I will say to you. Like, you know, you know, these guys, you know, they're, they're always, they're always going to be your local band. Now for everybody else, this can be like, Whoa, it's this band from Winnipeg. They kick ass. But you, you like in my, so like in my eyes, you get that extra honor being like, nah, they're, they're, they're my homies like this these, there we these, go. This, this is my band you know like, <laughs> i like that these are the winnipeggers here you know mm-hmm. you got you guys don't understand sure you you get them occasionally but no these these, these this is my family here you know right right like we've had the we've had the the uh the crossover metal band solenum we've played them we've had them on great friends of the show good friends of mine and all that they've you know, signed on to, you know, horror, pain, gore, death and all that. I, you know, they've taken in, in terms of that, they've taken that step up, but they still think nothing, you know, of playing, you know, in one of our local watering holes on a Saturday night and, and all that. So it's kind of, it's kind of an interesting dynamic and it was just something that was kind of floating around in my head this week. And I thought, you know what, I want to get Aaron's, take on this like i generally do what has aaron got to say what's aaron aaron's a wwad <laughs> there we go there we go well hopefully um while this band okay hopefully they break out and become internationally known but right now um this band is going to be featured in our indie spotlight We're always on the lookout for fresh new talent. Check out this Indie Spotlight. Now, depending on who you speak to, okay, if you're just a tourist going through Vancouver and just seeing the sights and going to a hockey game, going to a concert and all that, you might say the beautiful Vancouver. The residents of said city might kind of have a different idea, but one of the things that could never be argued are all of the amazing music over the decades that came out of Vancouver. And hopefully, at some point, we're going to be saying the same about Meddlers and Archeron. I hope I'm pronouncing that right anarchaeon okay a little bit of anarchy <laughs> a little bit of eon in there always coming up for making a cool 
band name. They just recently dropped their latest single, hopefully as a precursor to a new album later on in the year called Bloody Mary, M-E-R-R-Y. Very, very clever. Right I on. love right that. On. Yeah, yeah. So when this record came across, when this single came across my desk, I'm like, yep, let's go with Vancouver's Anarcharon in tonight's Indie Spotlight.
www.facebook.com slash Anarchion Band, A-N-A-R-C-H-E-O-N, as well as anarchion.bandcamp.com. The young lady, the front person for this band as well, she's responsible. And I guess like last year it hasn't happened. Hopefully it will again, but she is responsible for the Vancouver Metal Festival the Metal Lockalipstick Fest. Can't believe I managed to say that all in one word. Where it's basically I can't either. <laughs> it's basically you know when you've got the Metal Lockalipstick, obviously that's giving some sort of reference, you know, to females. So she's basically putting on this annual event celebrating women in metal, which you know that is a great thing so hopefully that fest can get rolling and i hope you're rolling to band camp right now to check out all of the goodness that is this wicked band well my friend i think we uh managed to get through another week relatively unscathed how can uh, people get a hold of us well dear snowman they can reach us www.facebook.com slash rad they can go to itunes check out the podcast there they can check us out in the google play store or whatever the new google thingamadooger is now they can go to stitcher <laughs> Um, you can find us on Spotify, but to find us there, you need to, um, find the family that we're a part of. And that family is the Shining Wizards Network, shiningwizardsnetwork.com. We love those guys. Um, a whole host of podcasts out there. If you look for the Shining Wizards Network, go to Spotify, check it out. Tons of good podcast content there. Go hit it up, rock on, and rock out. And let's see here, at RadMetal666 for the Instagram and the Twitter. However, we're much more active on the Instagram because we have more pictures than things to say. But at the same time, a picture is worth a thousand words. So, I mean, technically, maybe we're more talkative on Instagram, even though we're not talking. Um... I feel like I missed something. Oh, PureRockRadio.net. Hear us mm-hmm. every Thursday first at PureRockRadio.net. And then, of course, last but not least, let's say that your hands need something to do because idle hands are the devil's playground. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to have a devil's playground, you have to have True Cult Coffee, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. But to keep your hands from being too idle while you're waiting for your coffee... You should send us your address. We'll get the snowman, and you guys can exchange real old-fashioned snail mail letters, pen pal style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just like the old pen bangers so section dirty. in the back of Metal Forces magazine, and then later on Metal Maniacs. Yeah, yeah, I really miss those days. Not 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 just the trading of the letters, but the old dep- the old demo tape trading and the live tapes and all that it's just like ah ah great stuff great stuff you don't get that from a download that's for sure for you sure before 
Before we get on out of here, dude, remember I said keep in mind in honor of my new purchase from uh, Def Leppard, and we wanted to give a shout out to the boys at Into the Music. Well, to get us on out of here, I chose a cover song from the mighty Napalm Death, Siege of Power, by one Meth Leopard. That really. is a great <laughs> name. Yeah, it is. It is really, really cool grindcore band. In the meantime, and in between time, that's it. This has been a cavalted episode of Radioactive Metal. I'm Snowy White. And this is Aaron. Signing off. <laughs>